Welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This week, I'm joined by my friends David, Ben, Viv, and Rob for Salvage Union, a post-apocalyptic mech tabletop role-playing game published by Leyline Press. The world is dead. Arcologies dot the landscapes, but are home only to the corporate elites and those who serve them. Those who wish for freedom live instead out in the waste, eking out a living amidst the dust storms, drought, and the monsters that plague the landscape. The more enterprising see a third way, a collective of like-minded folk not content with waste of life or corpo serfdom, a collective with the desire to realise their own destiny. Looks like it's time to join Salvage Union. You can find out more information about Salvage Union on the Leyline Press's website. That's leyline.press. The Kickstarter for Salvage Union is still open until early January 2022, so go and back it to get your own copy. I'll add links to it and to Leyline Press's website on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. So. As you may have guessed it, this one-shot is a little bit different to our previous one-shots, as I ran it live for the Drunken Storytellers podcast on their Twitch channel. This episode's audio was taken from that live stream and only edited slightly to take out the midstream breaks. You can watch the original unedited stream on the Drunken Storytellers YouTube channel, which I'll put a link to in this episode's show notes. A massive thank you to the Drunken Storyteller podcast for allowing me to run this particular one-shot on their Twitch channel. The Drunken Storyteller is a podcast where David, who plays Blackjack the Hacker in this episode's one-shot, explores the world's myths, legends and stories, all whilst having a few drinks. If you're interested in deep dives into folklore, then I highly recommend checking out this podcast. We're planning a few more RPG live streams in the new year, so keep your eyes peeled for those. So here's how Salvage Union works. Players take on the role of a ragtag group of pilots who make ends meet by salvaging scrap within a post-apocalyptic wasteland. These pilots, as well as their entire ecosystem and community, live on a huge ship-like mech known as a Union Crawler. Pilots will range out of this crawler on their scrap-built mechs to tackle the denizens of the wasteland in a constant hunt for salvage to upgrade and to survive. Essentially, this RPG, Salvage Union, is a mech game using Theatre of the Mind RPG mechanics. At the beginning of this actual play, I did summarise some of the core mechanics that Salvage Union uses on the stream. However, I just think it's quite good just to go over them here again. In Salvage Union, there's no character modifiers or ability proficiencies. Instead, we only have two sets of three stats, one set for the mechs and the other set for the pilots. For the mechs, we have the following. Mechs have structure points, which represent how much damage the mech can take and an indicator of their overall health. Mechs also have something called heat, which generates each time the players push their mechs to do an action or use certain heat-generating systems. If this value goes too high, the mech reactor can potentially overload, causing it to shut down or lose systems or even be destroyed. 
The max heat for any mech is 10. And finally, mechs also have something called energy points. These are points which players can spend to activate certain abilities on their mechs, so they can do cool weapon attacks or stunts. The amount of energy points varies depending on which mech the player is using. For pilots, we have the following. Pilots have hit points, representing how tough a pilot is and a measure of their overall health. Pilots have stress, which is accumulated each time the players push their pilots to do something or use certain equipment or are affected by other factors. If this goes too high, the pilot may freeze in a flight or fight mode, potentially causing them to make bad decisions or even go catatonic. The max stress for a pilot is 10. And finally, pilots have something called ability points, points which players can spend to use custom abilities the pilot has access to, such as allowing them to gain information or hack other mechs and so on. The default number of ability points per pilot is 5. The core mechanic of Salvage Union is based on the Quest RPG by the Adventure Guild and is very straightforward. Essentially, when a player declares an action and there is an uncertain, risky or potentially interesting outcome, they roll a d20. On a 20, the player has nailed it. They have overcome the odds and managed an outstanding success and may even achieve an additional bonus of their choice to an action. On an 11 to 19, they've gained a success. The player has achieved their goal without any compromises. On a 6 to 10, the player has achieved a tough choice. They have succeeded in their action, but at a cost. The mediator will give them a tough choice to make, with some kind of consequence. On a 2 to 5, they have achieved a failure. The player has failed at what they're attempting, and they face a consequence of the mediator's choice. And a natural 1 is a cascade failure. The player has failed completely, and something has gone terribly wrong. The player suffers a consequence of the mediator's choice. Finally, there is a mechanic called pushing the roll. Once per turn, players can push their mechs to squeeze out additional power. When they push, they may re-roll a d20 and accept the second result of the die. Pushing a mech comes at a cost. After the push roll, players must add two heat to their mech and then roll a d20. If the result is equal to or under the heat level, the mech reactor has overloaded and then the player must roll on the reactor overload table to see what happens. Similarly, once per turn, players can also push their pilots to get additional reserves out of them. And similarly, pushing pilots comes at a cost, in terms of adding two stress to the pilot, rolling a d20, and then rolling on the stress overload table if that result is equal to or under the pilot's stress level. There are ways to vent heat and to release stress, which I talk about later on on the stream. However, if you want to know more about these rules, you can download the free quick start guide from the Salvage Union Kickstarter, which has all the rules we use in this one shot, as well as the scenario we play, the downing of the Atticos. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one shot where the players and myself, most myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, Let's play Salvage Union. And I believe we're live, according to the nod from David. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Fiona. I run the What Am I Rolling podcast, which is a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. Uh, but today it is not monthly. It is pretty much weekly. Uh, we are here uh, to do 
quick start, a, a quick one shot of Salvage Union, which hopefully most people have arrived here. It was very short notice putting together. So hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, just to say that if, in case you are like, what, who are we? What do we do? Well, we're a group of friends who just like playing role playing games together. And we like doing it at very short notice, especially when we're cross with what's going on with our lives. So enjoy that, folks, for the rest of the day. Um, so just to start off, Salvage Union, in case you don't know, is a post-apocalyptic mech role-playing game uh, powered by Quest, the RPG, which is originally the Adventures Guild. Um, but tonight, my, my players will be playing as a ragtag group of mech pilots who make ends meet by salvaging scrap within this sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, the Kickstarter for Salvage Union is live, in case you've been under a rock <laughs> for the last two, <laughs> last couple of weeks, and uh, it has successfully funded, and it is smashing all its stretch goals for sale. So I'm sure there'll be a link in the chat at some point where just you can now. just... No, now look at that. I say it and it happens. Uh, like if, I say magic. Pizza, mm. if I say pizza, it won't appear. But if I say a link to the Kickstarter, <laughs> it will appear. Um, well, you can try the pizza thing. Oh, I could, but that pizza. No, didn't work. Sad. <laughs> Sad and mad. But if you go onto the Kickstarter link, you can not only uh, fund the Kickstarter, get your own copy when it comes out finally in print, you can also download the Quick Start rules and where you can see this scenario we're about to play tonight and have a look at it and have a look at those rules. And you can join the Discord where you can go find some like-minded mech pilot friends and do some playtesting yourself. Uh, with all that out the way, uh, next next very important thing is boundaries! Hooray! Boundaries, our favourite thing in the world. Um, like most role-playing games, we like having fun, but we also like having safe fun. Yes, I'm putting the fun back into safe fun. That's how we're doing this. Um, so because we, are, we like being proactive rather than reactive, we have in instituted a group of safety tools. Uh, essentially, um, if we'll do the X card for this, but essentially if at any point one of the players feels uncomfortable about what is happening in the scene, they can simply just cross their arms like this or send me a little X in chat and we will just stop the scene and we'll either move forward or revise it to that element of whatever it is, it's out of the scene. At no point do the players have to justify why uh, they want their element out of the scene. I might have to ask a clarifying, clarifying question to see what that element was, um, but that is about it. Um, similarly, uh, similarly, uh, if uh, if you are on the stream, if you're watching this and you, there are times that you feel uncomfortable yourself, um, do take that break and do come back to us if you're ready or not. And yes, as I just uh, put into the chat as well, they, in Salvage using they use something called stop sign, which is a different uh, way of doing this, but it's essentially the same approach. So if at any point one of the players says stop or puts it in the chat, we'll stop and do the same thing. So with all that out of the way, I'd like to, to introduce all of my players. So if we're going around clockwise, uh, we'll go with David. David, could you Ooh. say what your name is, of your pilot, uh, sort of their pronouns, uh, a little description about what they are, what mech they're using, and something that's interesting about them as an ability or something that their mech does. So take it away, David. Yeah, cool. Um, sorry, I was just being distracted by the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's people in the chat. I'm not used to this. I've got to do things. Um, so yeah, hi, I'm David. Um, I am playing Blackjack, um, the hacker. Their mm -hmm. pronouns are they, them, I will say. Um, and they run around in the, what's the, they run around with Mantis, the, the big weird kind of, it looks like two oil barrows strapped onto legs, I guess, um, mech. Um, mm -hmm. I basically, I run around, hack things, um, bugs are features. If you don't like it not working tough, 
uh, <laughs> basically. Um, I have a I have a robotic foot, and I have the most amazing modded out las pistol ever. And if you don't like it, you'll meet it. Excellent, brilliant. Thank you so much, Blackjack. Uh, we'll then move on to below Blackjack. I believe is Ben. Ben, could you introduce your player? Uh, your player? You are the player. Introduce your pilots, uh, their pronouns. Uh, a little description about it, what mech they're using, and something interesting about the mech or themselves and its ability. Absolutely, yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Ben. I'll be playing uh, the Socrates, or the soldier class tonight, with my mech brawler. Uh, so uh, Socrates is a sort of uh, wizened, older uh, gentleman, using he, him pronouns. Um and not dissimilar from Blackjack is a uh, a veteran of surviving in these wonderful wastelands, uh, and as such has a metallic jaw and ocular implant. Um, some of the fun things that I'm capable of is largely that I'm going to be responsible for keeping everyone here healthy using my healing biofoam as and when that's needed. And uh, unlike everyone else. Brawler, which is going to be represented by my, you know, my Ford F50, for those who, uh, you know, want that experience, uh, is uh, anthropomorphic, which means I have hands and can use them. Mech punch! <laughs> Fantastic. Lovely to meet you, Socrates. Uh, shooting off over to the left-hand side of the screen is Rob at the bottom. Rob, could you introduce your, your pilot? pronouns a uh, quick description of who they are and the mech they're playing and something special about them please yeah so i'm playing flea uh he him uh scruffy bastard salvager with a bad beard and it hasn't washed his hair so i'm larping basically uh yeah uh, I've, come, I've gone all out um flea is piloting the jackhammer which is an old mining mech that is now a salvager it's got a big stinky arm to pick up uh, all the bits of technology in the wastelands but more importantly it's got a big rotary sort of half drill half buzzsaw which i can smash into people and mechs so if anyone gets a bit too close watch out and i've also got a nail gun like off of quake <laughs> oh nice nice and simple off of quake brilliant off of then, quake. and then finally uh, our final player up on the top left hand side of the thing is viv viv if you could introduce your your pilot their pronouns a little description about them what mech they're using and something about the mech or themselves that is like oh that's really cool take it away hello my name is vivian uh i'm playing commodore pronouns for both she her um she is a big, large woman. She is tall. She is fat. She's a brick shit house. She's having a great time. She is the I'm, she's the hauler, which is a trucker, basically. She's piling the atlas, which is like a lorry with legs, I would say. And oh, and a railgun because that's always fun. And that's that's Commodore. That's Commodore. Thank you very much. So as you can see, a proper ragtag group of uh, mech pilots for this adventure, which I'm very, very excited to go. So yes, uh, Salvage Union is a mech game without the minis or without the tech. So it's all theatre of the mind stuff. So there'll be no fancy maps or anything this evening. So that makes it easy for me and probably easy for David, who's doing the stream. Um, <laughs> some key uh, terms we'll just go through just very quickly so that people have an idea of what we're doing. But of course, as we're going throughout the stream, we'll we come back to them, we'll say them over and over again. So uh, there are no ability scores or modifiers in this game. It is just simply a D20 roll. So thankfully, no one has to remember too much on that. 
Thank you. Thank you, Flea, for demonstrating what a D20 is. And thank you, Socrates, for that invisible D20. Fantastic news. Um, you mean I have so to roll dice in this game? Uh, only one dice in this game. Okay, so I'm going to leave now. Uh, it oh, all goes no. wrong as soon as I have to touch a dice. <laughs> I know, I know, Blackjack, you're very infamous, I guess. <laughs> but you are you are a player in this, not the DM, or the mediator, as it is called in this game. So it's probably going to go even worse then. Probably, probably. But we can we can live in hope. We can live in hope. Um, so in terms, uh, as you can as you can tell, the players are playing both the pilots and their mechs. So they have three different stats for each of them. Uh, for the mechs, you have something called structure points, which is essentially how much damage your mech can take. Uh, there is also something called heat, which is generated each time you sort of push your mech or use certain abilities. If this goes too high, your mech's reactor could potentially overload, causing your mech to shut down at key moments or lose systems or destroy uh, modules or even just self-destruct itself. Let's hope that never happens. Um, the, the max damage, the max heat you can ever have is ten, and we'll go into that if should that ever happen. Hopefully Challenge happen. accepted. <laughs> oh no! Uh, you also have something called energy points, and which the players can use to activate certain mech abilities, and these can vary depending on which mech our players have. Looking at the pilots, you have, of course, hit points, which represent how tough your pilot is and a measure of their health. Uh, they also have something called stress, which is very similar to heat. So they get this every time they push their pilot or they do certain use certain equipment or they're affected by other outside factors. If this stress level goes too high, much like in real life, you will freeze in a sort of fight or flight situation, uh, potentially ca uh, causing you to make bad decisions. Hooray! <laughs> Even in dystopian future, you'll still get stressed. Who knew? Uh, the max stress for any pilot is 10. And again, we'll go through that as well, should that ever happen. And instead of energy points, you have something called ability points, which you can use to, uh, to access uh, any sort of abilities and sort of use those as a pilot. And the default ability points you get is five. Um, so, as I sort of mentioned, the core mechanic of this game is a d20, so whenever a player declares an action and there is some sort of uncertain or risky or potentially interesting outcome, I'll ask you to roll the d20. On a 20, you've absolutely nailed it, you've overcome the odds, you've made an outstanding success, everyone's very, very impressed, uh, and you get an additional bonus of your choice to this. If you're in combat, your damage is doubled. On an 11 to 19, it's just a success. You did it. You did the thing. We're all very surprised, but we're all pleased that you got there. Um, damage is dealt as normal in combat, but hey, you succeeded. Uh, on a 6 to 10, it is a tough choice. You barely just got out there. You're just hanging on for loose with your friends. So you succeed, but I will give you a choice to take one or two sort of consequences, and you, the player, gets to decide which of those consequences it is. In combat, you manage to hit whatever your target is, but something goes wrong with your mech, essentially, or with you. Depends on how you're fighting. Uh, a two to five is failure. So you, you have failed to do what you were attempting to do and you face a consequence of my choosing, which is super fun. I've made a list and everything. <laughs> uh, in combat, that means you just miss the target. And then finally you have, if you roll a one, a natural one, there's something called a cascade failure. Uh, you failed and something has gone terribly wrong. You suffer a severe consequence of my choice. And in combat means you've missed the target and something has gone wrong. Essentially, you need to get above a six or higher in order to succeed at something. And that's it's not a failure, good. it's a feature. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true, very true. The final little thing I want to say before we go on, at any point during a turn, so once per turn, essentially, players can choose whether they want to push their mech or their and their pilot, I read. So essentially, if you don't like the result, uh, you can choose to push your mech or to do it again and do the reroll and take the second result. 
However, should you do that, you may gain some heat. Well, sorry, you may. You will gain some heat or you'll gain some stress depending on who you're pushing. And then you'll do a D20 roll on a table to see, you know, do you freeze? Do you, you get stressed, etc. on that? So that is an option to you. So if at any point you're like, oh, I rolled really lowly, but I could push it and make a choice. Essentially, if you've ever played Call of Cthulhu, it's that sort of mechanic as well, that if you fail, you fail hard, but at the same time, if you push, you might get where you need to go. And with that, that's all I can say for now. There are obviously other ways of sort of downtime, which we might not get to in this episode. There's also ways to vent uh, heat and to relieve stress. But again, we'll come to that should that arise. So, players, uh, my pilots, are you ready? You ready to play? You ready to, ready to mech? <laughs> of course. Let's go. Let's oh, party. Let's go. Okay, so today we're we are playing the quick start scenario of the downing of the and I'm gonna say this wrong. I've been practicing it all day, but the uh the Atticus, uh the downing of the Atticus we're playing. So players, you have detected a crashed corpo air transport ship belonging to the uh, uh eventist industries, a corporation that specializes in experimental heavy mechs and weaponry. Uh, this means that the transport is likely to be holding some quality salvage. Uh, the transport has crashed in amidst a ruined city once known as Hope Falls. Your Union Crawler, where you're all sort of base, has sort of deployed itself at the edge of this area for safety. And you're ready, you're getting ready in your mechs to range out and get yourself some salvage. You do know, you've been, you all know each other, you've all worked together before on this. You have, um, that you're not alone when you're going out to get salvage. There are going to be many interested parties get the salvage and you need to get there fast you can expect like a corporal uh, retrieval team going to be en route and you know that in the area there are going to be wastelanders who will want to be after whatever they can find uh, you receive a data map which i will put in the discord chat shortly so people can see where we're going uh, which sort of gives you some basic intel you have to range out so your mission essentially is to range out get to hope falls salvage what you can from this fallen ship and then make it back to your union crawler for safety and I will put that in the chat just now. Um, I guess before we start, what would you folks be doing uh, as you're sort of getting ready to uh, go out? We'll go with we'll go with the opposite way around. So blackjack. Whilst you're sort of making your way, getting ready to stuff, what what sort of blackjack doing uh, to get ready to go salvage? Um, I'm. I've got a a, a pre-war, a little handheld thing. It's it's about this big, and I'm oh, yeah. sat there playing <laughs> something on it. There's like like lots of bright colours flashing along. Yeah. Um, every now and then, I kind of make a little squeal as I go, "Ooh, candy!" As uh, they all get crushed. <laughs> um, I'm sat there playing basically Candy Crush on a, on an old handheld console that I've managed to salvage. It's the only thing that I can get to work on it, but. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that you've you've had to have various different modded um, oh, yeah. uh, inputs it, to charge it. It's it, it, it's it's this big, but the the extras around it <laughs> it's actually about <laughs> the size of a of an actual laptop with the the extra. The entire kind of power arm and... of one of your mechs is just sat, it's... disconnected, <laughs> and you're leaning against it to power this. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just the finger, the finger plugged in. <laughs> and I'm actually not like what I've actually done is I've got a separate controller where I'm controlling the mech itself to to touch the screen. And there's a lot of cracked screen on it. <laughs> Fantastic, good to know. What about you, Commodore? What are you doing to get ready to go out and salvage? I don't know, I have to be in the right mood. 
to salvage and you need to relax. Yeah. Got one of those, got one of those old radios. People tend to know all kinds of stuff. I have my own show every now and again. I try and interview the others. They're generally not up for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, you need to relax. You need to stay calm. And, like, you know, I've kept the Atlas. Atlas is an Avantis, Mac itself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, ah, I know that stuff. You know, I've taken this apart and put it back together again mm-hmm. hundred times. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. What, what kind of music do you play on your radio then? Uh, exclusively bluegrass. Excellent. <laughs> it's the only post-apocalyptic music. Yeah, exactly. Lots of banjos. <laughs> I, 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 I do believe that per Rob's background here, that we can argue that heavy rock and death metal is still very much present in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> life, and we know this. <laughs> and as hey, hey, don't forget the cyber. Don't forget the <laughs> cyber. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Flea, what are you doing to get ready to go out and salvage? The Flea is jazzed for this. This is what Flea does. When Flea gets excited, Flea can refer to themselves in the third person occasionally. Um, and, but this is what Flea does. Flea goes out, they salvage, they get the best bits. So Flea is currently just taking off every bit of his mech and then putting it back on, fixing stuff that's broken, breaking things that are fixed, and then fixing those again. Occasionally disappearing out of everyone else's eye view for a minute and then a bit appears on Flea's mech that you're sure was part of your mech a minute ago. Um, but there you go. Um, it just happens. And then also pointing out to Blackjack that despite the apocalypse, the cash shop still does work on Candy Crush. So you can always that's the one I turn around and say, that's why you're poor all the time and nicking yeah. other people's stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, so what's get, our microtransactions? Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get it. they survived. Them and NFTs have survived for some bizarre reason. Oh no! Apocalyptic wasteland. You cannot overlook. Look, look have you seen this new one I've collected? You. I've collected a new one. <laughs> I paid a lot of Just, money for this. No one's going to copy it. Just <laughs> buzzing, buzzing round the hangar like a proverbial flea. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. And Socrates, what are you doing to get ready to go out and salvage on this mission? Uh, chasing flea. <laughs> <laughs> Give that back, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I, I genuinely believe that Socrates spends more than half of his time chasing flea to get the missile pods back that they have nicked from, <laughs> from Brawler's shoulder. Just like, no, no, that goes, no! Bring it, bring it, bring it back. Right, right. Um, no, I, I think they're useful. You can put them on the back of your legs, go a bit faster. They're even more useful for dealing with bio titans and wasters. Uh, I think I think Socrates is one of these sort of consummate professional style people that that waits until the aftermath of the run to like to decompress. So right now it's all business. You know, it's the last minute checks. It's making sure like, you know, gun, knife and whatever is where it's meant to be filled up with ammo, filled up with fuel. Socrates is the person doing the checks, you know, they're the one with the checklist and they're making sure that everyone has everything right, ready and good to go. Um, And then when they come back, that's when Socrates lets themselves just decompress. Once he's got these... That's when, <laughs> that's when he'll drink the moonshine Fantastic And Great. can so- we have our first dice roll of the game Actually, I have something I want to do Please, uh, narrate what you would like to do So as as uh, um, Flea is buzzing around and, and randomly trying to steal things I, I, I noticed that Flea is 
trying to half inch something off of uh, of, of Mantis. Uh, I've I've booby trapped pretty much every part of Mantis. Oh dear. Um, so I want to sit there, small, kind of just continue playing Candy Crush as it is. Um, wait for Flea to attach it to their their uh, mech and uh, activate a a small little booby trap that will just basically freeze freeze the leg, one of the legs, and it just won't work. That sounds good. So roll that d20 and let us know what you get. Well, this is going to go well. <laughs> I've got a four. A four? <laughs> <laughs> you made it work better. How did you make yeah. it work better? Yeah, wow, this is much better. So, <laughs> I told you. So a four it's is a, a feature. Failure. <laughs> <laughs> a four is a failure. So unfortunately, it, it's like, brilliant, great, and it works even better than before. <laughs> And you're just like, damn, it's like candy crush. Ruined my life. Just needed those pineapples. It's nice that you're working. We're having more of a team player attitude. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I planned. I I, I planned planned it to to, to make it better. I know how sometimes uh, you have issues with your mech, so I thought I'd help you this time. (laughs) Honestly, nothing bad was going to happen ever. It's perfectly fine. And with those famous words of nothing nothing could possibly go wrong, we're going to look towards uh, the data map. And obviously, we don't have this on stream. I've given it in the chat for our players. So Um, uh, I could try and share it, but that would just let's not let's not make it any more difficult than it has to be, David. And also, hey, if you really want to see what the map is that they're looking at, you could download the Quick Start Guide on the Kickstarter, which has Mm. it there at the back. So you can go and do that. It's a very cool map. So yes, so uh, maybe you get sort of bleep as the the uh, your downloads are finally finished, and you get sort of a topical sort of down map showing um, the area around you. Um, at zero point zero zero one is the crawler itself. So this is where you are currently based, and you can see like four life signs going blip blip over there. And you can see uh, across from you, you have sort of two options. Uh, you got sorry. I'll say that again. Uh, you see in the far distance, uh, sort of at the bottom left, there's a word that says "Hope Falls." You can see various sort of like buildings and burnt out sort of uh, holes and stuff, and you, you know that's where the ship, uh, the Atticus, landed essentially. To get there, though, uh, the terrain itself, as you can, it, a little bit like the stuff behind me, it is desert-like. It is hot, uh, but to you can see there's sort of two paths to it. Essentially, uh, you see to the right of you there is something called the Mountain Pass, which is huge, sort of great big sort of hills of sand, uh, sort of like and crevices and rock, uh, very rocky. So it would take your time to get there compared to the arid desert, which is off to the left of you, a huge flat expanse, but is known for overheating mechs. And uh, you you can see, even just looking out of the crawler just now, you can see there are broken bits of mech out there already, suffering from great heat exhaustion, essentially. Both these paths sort of come onto uh, a very wide sort of stretch known as the highway. And again, it's it's far enough you can see it. You can see that it's almost like one of those sort of... um, so like Planet of the Apes style, but it's a huge sort of, think of the Golden Gate Bridge, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you can see piles up of various vehicles and mechs that are sort of just over there, creating a whole sort of um, blockade, essentially. So blocking off uh, anything uh, coming straight towards it, essentially. What time of day is it at the moment? It's really early in the morning because looking at the data map itself, it gives you, like a sat-nav, estimated time of arrivals. <laughs> uh, for every part in this map, you think it will take one hour to go across uh, the, um, 
to, to go across each of these parts. If you have a light mech, uh, you can make it in half the time because you're just skittering across essentially. Uh, finally, though, there is another blip that comes up, a uh, point of interest, a little bit off the highway. There's something called Scrapper's, Scrapper's Bluff. And you know this uh, as your sort of union rep, your crawler rep will inform you that this is a settlement of wastelanders. There was uh, another union crawler that sort of settled here, and there are a couple people there, should you wish to have more assistance and stuff. Unfortunately, they're sending you out as sort of an advance guard. Uh, no one else is available. They're all having downtime from previous salvage halls, but they trust you as the top team for this job. So, team, you have this map in front of you. You can see there's two ways towards the highway, uh, and then the highway itself would lead on to Hope Falls. Highway what is your plan? To what are you thinking about? Danger zone. And that's playing on uh, Commodore's <laughs> <laughs> radio. But what are you thinking when you're looking at this map? Are you, what, is, what is your plan as a group? I mean, the mountain pass looks like you're almost coming face to face with the Scrapper's Bluff, which makes sense, which is probably, while safer, not heat, is going to get us in trouble. The Rad Desert, if we reckon we've done enough work on our mechs, we should be okay if we go early enough and just lead off. Um, we could go as fast as we can across it. Mm -hmm. I would, Flea would vote for the Rad Desert. Out of character speaking, what's the uh, what's the what's the weight class of everyone's mechs? I'm medium. Like heavy. Uh, I'll, I'll see you all in Hope Falls then. <laughs> medium. Medium. So we've literally got a, a mix here between uh, the the difficulty I imagine for the heavy mech might be in the sand. Is it's a loose topographical thing, so that's gonna. You know that that will that will be harder for you to deal with, but the mountain pass is also going to be a risk of if it's a narrow space and heavy mech. How do we deal with it? Uh, go get threat. It'll all be fine. Uh, my mech is specially dealt to deal with extra heat. Okay. So there's a vote for the desert from Commodore. Mm -hmm. Com Commodore, you're going to be hauling whatever we find, right? So really, it's going yeah. to be. I've got a huge ass truck bed in the back. Yeah, so. I think you've got the um, you've got the casting vote to be honest, because if we can't get your mech, there's no point getting there if we can't load it up. Yeah, that's true. I love the idea. Commodore is like this baby slap slap. This can contain all of the stuff. <laughs> it can fit so much heat. <laughs> look at look at the salvage. <laughs> what about you, Blackjack? What are you thinking? Um, I'm just looking at what I've got. Um, I'm happy just to kind of run around and scout around everyone um, and follow around. Um, I can feign death, so I don't really mind. If someone wants to maybe attack me when I'm not near anyone, I'll just feign death. Um, so, or, or, or stop them from moving and attacking me. Is anyone's locomotion system expressly not designed for dealing with a type of environment? My, my most terrain. Most terrain adaptable. Same. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. so, yes, Commodore, yours too? Uh, mine doesn't mention terrain. It's most just I am very good at carrying okay. a lot of stuff. Then I, mm -hmm. I I vote for the desert as well. Let's go fast and and, and through it. And, and in and out. that, yeah, it, it, a situation of in and out. We can always take the slower route back through the mountains mm. when we're not hauling stuff. But whilst we're unloaded, let's 
Let's let's uh, let's let's take the fast yeah. option here. We yeah. want to get there as soon as possible. Get in the way before anyone else shows up. Exactly. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, agreed. Yep, yep. Let's go. Let's go through the the, the radiation desert. Radiation is fine. Um, yeah, doesn't doesn't do anything to anybody or anything. We won't we won't live long enough for it to affect us. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Quite> smoking. <laughs> I do need a new foot. I have lost one, so hopefully it will grow back. Your match on the other one. <laughs> yeah, easy enough. So I, I, you all as a team sort of go out. Um, out of interest, what is the formation? Are you all going in a line, or are you all following each other? Because I want to see the cinematic of you, almost like Lord of the Rings style, going over the mountain but across the desert. So who's going first, essentially? I think we had the volunteer from the fast light one. Oh. <laughs> So yes, yeah, I, I, I was like, I've got this. I'm fine. I will go scout ahead and make sure that that the way is clear. Uh, if you if you see me crawling on the ground like a dead beetle, then uh, run. Yeah, <laughs> towards you or away from you. <laughs> well, uh, you, Socrates, you can run towards me because you want to punch things. Everybody else, probably away, meandering. <laughs> in. So uh, I know that um, Salvage Union uses like range bands. If mm -hmm. we keep you within close range, which is a good few strides away, then you've, we've got that gap between you and the three of us can all stay within engaged distance where we're literally as side yeah. to side as a mech can be. You know, obviously yeah. there's going to be a, well, we need to protect Commodore. And I've got a laser gun, but nothing huge. I've, I've okay. got a laser, uh, but I've also if, got, I've got comms module, which allows me to yeah, communicate same. to everybody at far range. Well, I have a 30 millimeter auto cannon. So how about I take next? I also have missile pods, which have long range. Yeah. So if, if I take next, then I can shoot within close distance, but also shoot within long distance in case anything comes from behind us really easily. And additionally, I have uh, the ability to pinpoint and multi-target. So I can I can aim in multiple locations if I'm split either way. And if we have the heavy pinned between myself and flea so if commodore goes in the middle because you're uh, a heavier slower mech in that regard and probably not as um as... I'd, I'd say i'd say oh, like no i am bigger i have armor i'm very good at taking oh. hits is yeah. the thing i also have a rail gun and cluster mines. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's very kind of you folks, but excuse me. <laughs> you, know, you, you can protect me, but no, no, no. Necessary. Yeah. Can we just hitch a lift? Can we just yeah. get on the back of Commodore? <laughs> I have a lot of space. There's space back there. Yeah. Hop on in. Um, but yeah, it's like you will be going at the same speed because you're most of you are sort of medium and the same with heavy. It's just that if to get across quickly, for example, blackjack can get there much quicker than you folks can. That's that's literally the only difference really okay. between sort of light and medium. I'll, uh, I'll be I'll be scouting around ahead of them. Um yeah. just being being the scout because yeah. use using the the theater of the mind idea of being the light mech. Because we don't uh -huh. have a scout. No, they they're off having uh, I don't know tea and biscuits. I don't know. <laughs> no, they stole part of their mech. Yeah, <laughs> it cuts back to them, and there's just this like chassis with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's built up on bricks. I was yeah. going to be going out with you guys, but yeah. what? The? <laughs> Bye. Damn you, please. Flea. Flea's mech's got two legs painted in camo that say "Scout" on the side of them. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so head on off. Yeah. I would like everyone for me to roll a d20 and tell me what we've got. Well, this is more of a group check, per to say. Uh, so just let me know. Those. Yeah, let me know. 13. Uh -huh. 17. 6. 6. Uh, just, just a tough choice. That's fine. 
uh, blackjack. Two. Oh. <laughs> and I changed oh, dice. Yeah, change dice now. As you uh, can. No, no, no. That you I did rolling. change dice from the other one. I've, I've got, oh, like, I've got an entire box of them here. <laughs> I know you how bad this is going to go. Like a D four, right? Just check. <laughs> it is the right dice. It's one of these. One of these ones. You mean this, 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 uh, that kind of. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, just checking, like a four and a two. I think we need to get David to shake hands with Will Wheaton and exchange dice because if we can manage this, the spell the world will, be will explode. Wheaton's curse will be removed, and we will all live in a world where Wheaton's law is universal. Absolutely. So, um, you do make it across the desert. It is it is hard going. The sun is beating down on you. Uh, everyone will take one point of structure damage as the radiation is is hurting your mechs so to speak, and your heat uh, maximum goes down by two. It is incredibly mm-hmm. hot, and so your systems are overloaded, so do keep that in mind. Um, Commodore, I'm going to give you a choice. Uh, you will get there, absolutely, but your tough choice is... Uh, oh, interesting. Uh I I would like you to either on your next sort of roll, if it if it should come up in combat, so make a note of this. You can either uh, deal half damage or hurt yourself in that. Essentially, as your systems are getting quite hot, and so you need some time just to cool it down and tweak it. So next time we're in combat, that is going to be your sort of downside to that. So we'll come back to that. Actually, no, choose choose now, and we can we can do it. I'll hurt myself. I I have plenty. I have plenty and plenty of points. You're like I'll be all fine. right, fine. Mm-hmm. You're like. <laughs> Okay, and David. Another job done. Blackjack, it is very hot in your thing. Uh, I'd like you to take two stress as you're busy mopping your brow and you're trying not to get your electrics in anything. And with that two stress, can you also roll for me a a d20 roll? You want me to roll another dice? I do want you to roll (laughs) another dice, please. (laughs) Then you one way this can go. Oh, no, it went up. I got a seven this time. You got a seven. Ooh, that's slightly higher. Um, okay, I can so keep this that is, dice. <laughs> you can keep that dice. So this is on the stress uh, load table. So every time uh, you get stress, you have to roll on it and see what you get. Uh, you attempt to freeze in panic as you try to regain your composure. You cannot act or move on this turn. So I guess what happens is as you're sort of moving across, you're really struggling. You're like, oh god, I can't do it, whatever. And you slow down quite significantly. So you're not scouting ahead, and so you get no bonuses per se whilst looking around for stuff. So you sort of actually instead of scouting ahead, you're sort of in line with the others. You're I blame Flea. Flea. Flea stole my heat. Um... <laughs> capacitor uh that, that worked the fan <laughs> and i like again because you all have comms modules as well so i like the idea there's a constant ongoing like this is all your fault uh, <laughs> why did you have to steal that bit you've broken me it's your fault everything is going wrong again why I, just like that you're, you're breaking up i'm sorry my fan my fan is too loud just one second <laughs> and and i turned down my big fan that's blowing with little bits of paper right now. It was like, okay i can hear you now are you okay I hate you so much. I think the ice machine's passing uh, up on mine. Comms <laughs> channels are for official reports only, people. Keep your eyes peeled. Come on. I'm sorry, you're all breaking up, and then I just put the most awful feedback through the, through the comm set. <laughs> oh, I love this song. <laughs> I can't believe this Ministry is, survived. This is post-radiated cockroach, right? <laughs> I think it's called a Poctima Berserk. Yeah. 
So this ongoing commentary, and as the camera sort of moves away, away from this sort of uh, four mechs making its way through the desert, you eventually arrive after an hour or two towards the highway itself. And you can see, it's only, like I said, it's a portion of this sort of ruined highway that sort of leads towards the city itself. Um, and it's sort of, it, you can see bits of it are unstable, uh, and there's junked vehicles everywhere. You do manage to easily sort of make your way up onto the um, the highway itself. Maybe one, you know, people who have arms are able to help other mechs up, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you sort of shake it off. As you sort of turn to look to where the uh, Hope Falls is, you can see coming towards you, uh, again, it's super obvious <laughs> if you're in a mech, you see other mechs very close by. Uh, you see uh, what you recognize to be a merchant caravan with sort of four heavy transport mule mechs trying to navigate its way through the highway, but it's sort of struggling a bit because there's way too many uh, cars of it. Uh, the one on the front, looks like to be another standard light mech uh, sort of taking around and all of your radios uh the sort of communications running and i said oh hello hi um so, so sorry uh we just uh i we saw your you land you're from the the union crawler uh 279 uh hello uh my name is uh tiffany um we've just we've, we're just trying to make our way through i hope that's that's okay uh we're just trying to make our way through is that all right yeah that's roger tiffany where are you headed uh, we're just heading out. Uh, essentially, there's a over a couple of uh, ways away. There's a, a, a waste settlement. We just got passing through there and then moving on to there. Uh, we want no trouble, no trouble at all. Uh, you, you're probably here for the ship, right? Uh, didn't touch oh. it, didn't see it. We're just trying to. Do you have any fans? Fans? Uh, yeah. Maybe in the final cart? Uh, we don't know. It's, it's all bits and pieces see, around here. You see, Flea has offered to buy me a new fan. <laughs> Right. Sorry, there was a break up there on the comms. I didn't pick that up. Don't worry about it, Flea. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Do you have any? Um, I'm not that aware. I mean, if, if you folks would kindly help, like, just, there's no, we don't have any way to sort of move things out of the way. So if, if you're able to accommodate us, uh, we'll happily give you something. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure we can help. Uh, I, I've got a salvage arm. I can start shifting stuff. Yeah, I've I've got uh, anthropomorphic arms. If if uh, Commodore Blackjack, uh, you on on uh, observation to keep eyes peeled, and then Flea, you and I will help move things out of the way. Yeah, that sounds good. And I'm going to keep a good eye out for any good scrap in these yeah. things that have been wrecked already. I'm sure they've been picked clean, but you never know. I'll, I'll have Brawler sling the sort of this massive auto cannon over the shoulder. Um, so the gun is there, ready, you know, mm -hmm. easily drawn, and just begin sort of like stomping over and like picking or pushing, flipping cars out of the way to create a path between the uh, between everything. Fantastic, excellent. Okay, so it uh, sounds like a D twenty roll for everyone then. So obviously Socrates and Flea, you're trying to move stuff out of the way, and Commodore and Blackjack, you're sort of having a lookout, just keeping a lookout, make sure nothing bad happens. I don't want to play Candy Candy Crush again. <laughs> success. Thirteen. Uh, success. Nineteen. Oh, success. A sixteen. I am definitely keeping ah, this guy. Ah. <laughs> Congratulations, she said. So yeah, easy enough. Uh, Flea and Socrates. You're used to moving stuff out, and you are sort of like the ones with the arms. Mm -hmm. So you're easy enough to move <laughs> stuff out the way. Um, maybe it's a cool flip you do that you sort of pile up a couple on the same, like one on top of the other, and you're like. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> uh, moving stuff out. And so you managed to make a good, decent headway. But Commodore and Blackjack, in the distance, uh, sort of like 
sort of just behind the caravan, it's starting to make its way through. You can see sort of popping out of uh, getting onto the highway itself four other mechs. And oh, they, if, if, no, there's no such thing as a bad mech, right? But these ones look like <laughs> bad mechs. <laughs> Uh, they're all, you know, they've got black on. One has a skull of crossbows on, which is slightly bigger than the other three. Uh, and Zakuts. Exactly. And it's sort of making its way. And on the comms, you hear, woohoo! Uh, boys, we look like we've got a couple of caravans and some Muppets. Uh, hey, hand them over and you won't have any problem from us. Tex is ready to take on everything you want. Uh, How many are there? Hey, Commodore, haven't you got a song on there? Something like an old band, Akadaka, something about a highway and, and things. Would you... Fiona, you know, mm-hmm. are, are these people, would you say they're in far range? Uh, they, they are, yeah, they're far. Because they're, they're quite... They're behind, basically, the caravan is sort of uh, close to you guys, and then behind it, it's sort of... They're coming up, essentially, and they're sort of gearing up, like... If, if a mech could crack its neck, it would. Uh, <laughs> I would like to shoot them with my railgun. I would Excellent. like to try and take control of one of them. Excellent. Well, folks, it sounds like we're going into combat. <laughs> yeah. <Woo-hoo. laughs> we oh. negotiate. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, for those people at home, combat here is really, really easy. Essentially, uh, on each person's turn, they just take an action or a move, or they can move twice and no action. And, and that's pretty much it. It's also called Popcorn Initiative. Well, basically, I start, uh, I give, I will choose someone based on the narrative to start the combat, and then once they've done their turn, they choose somebody else. Now, I know what you're thinking. This could easily lead to all the players picking themselves and then going over to me as the mediator, and you'd be right. However, at the start of the turn, uh, at, the start, at the end of that turn, whoever's next will get, another, will get another go, essentially. They could always snake back and forth. So that's the only thing I'd say to the team there, just be mindful of picking yourself all to go first, and then the others to go first. But I think because Commodore, you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> How dare they come in? You can choose to go first. So yes, yeah, so they are sort of in far range just now. They're sort of cracking up. You can see the sort of various guns and stuff ready to go. What are you doing? Shoot them with my rail gun. Excellent. Uh, so roll your D20. Very good. Uh, this naturally generates one heat when fired. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then also, because of that thingy before, I need to take some damage as well. Excellent. And uh, before you do, which which one are you are you shooting at? Are you shooting at the sort of the the black one with uh, skull and crossbows, or one of the smaller ones? Skull and crossbones. I thought so. Just for a check, anyway. though. Mm-hmm. For a check. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so you uh, you rolled your d twenty. Tex clearly made a mistake here, which was. He attracted attention to himself and then painted <laughs> a target for us to aim at. I got a 12. A 12. That is a success. Uh, so what's the damage for that? Uh, 5 SP. 5 Ooh. SP. Oh. This Ooh. is... I would say this is... The comment has just been sort of on point, just sort mm-hmm. of... Sitting, the sort of the gun is sort of right next to the sort of pilot's cabin. I'm just sort of been there, and I just sort of look out. I hear this on the radio. I'm like, "What? Railgun, magnetically propelled ballistic weapon that fires a large caliber, high velocity projectile at extreme range, dealing devastating damage on impact." 
very uh, devastating. Yeah. Boom. Is this one of these cool guns that doesn't make a noise? It's like that bit in Last Jedi where the ship goes through the other ships Oof. and it's just like a, a silent kill kind of Spoilers, thing. Spoilers, I've not seen it yet. <laughs> I am. Technically, fact, I think they make quite Laura a lot Dan. of noise. Oh. Because it, it's a it's a magnetic prop- propulsion system. So either you're charging and then releasing the energy in that regard, or you're literally running two massive magnets up and, and firing it off. It goes thwomp. It goes thwomp, yeah. And then boom. <laughs> so, Commodore, yes, you easily hit, but what was it for the heat stuff? You take one heat per... I take one heat for... Because it draws on the energy of the mech's reactor to fire generating heat. Fantastic. Can you roll for me a d20? So every time you take heat, uh, you have to roll a d20 and see what you get on the table. Uh, a six. Six, oof. That is something. Let me scroll to the page. I didn't have it up. Stupid. I didn't. I didn't have it up because I didn't assume. I didn't assume you'd shoot straight away. <laughs> that was silly of me, wasn't it? Okay, a six. Oh, we have a module overload. One of your modules has overloaded and is destroyed. This is used by me, the mediator. Fiona, that's only when you hit your, your full heat. Oh, that- that's a overload. That's reactor overload. You can you just gain heat until you hit the overload. You are correct. I am so sorry. Ignore so sorry, what I just so said. you want a reactor overload, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So yes, you. So move that back. So yes, so uh, Commodore, you see your heat sort of go up and a bit. And you're like, mm, got to be careful. But yes, you have one heat currently. Um, would you like to move closer uh, or move away? What is your plan? I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. Stay out here. Stay out here. I would say I do need to take some damage because of my difficult choice. From mm-hmm. crossing the thing. Fantastic! Please do that then. Uh, so you take um, you take two damage. Oh, is that to structure or HP? Uh, we're going to say to your structure for this one because you were oh. so before it was moving across the desert on that front. Um, so yes, so um, great. So who would you like to go next in the initiative? Commodore, the chat has just friends. confirmed for us. You uh, ro- you don't roll on the table every time you take heat. You equal to or under heat for a reactor overload check. Fantastic. Thank you very much, chat. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, uh, Commodore, where would you like to... Uh, sorry, who would you like to go next in the initiative? Would you like one of the enemies to go, or would you like one of your friends to go? I can I can cause a reactor overload. That's I can literally fine. just cause a reactor overload if we want to just stop one of them. Do you want to take out the little guy? That's only the bad guy, so then they can't run away. Alternatively, don't bother picking me. I'm short range, so. Alternatively, I, I, my missile pods hits one target, but then an additional point of damage to every other target within melee range of the target. If I stop the guy at the back, yeah. If I stop the guy at the back, that will stop the other one moving around. So you hit the one in the middle, and then we go boom. Mm -hmm. What range is your missiles? Long, so if I spend my action moving forwards, we'll go from far yeah. to long range. I'm I'm at far range, so I can just sit here and do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of want to see what they're they're gonna do, so we get that extra point. Yeah, as yeah. part of it. So let's hop on over. Let's hop on over to the other side. Yeah, that's a good call. Hop so on, see what see what they do about that. So, so she's just gonna be. Uh, so yeah, so uh, tech will go next. Uh, after almost being obliterated in round one. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, hmm, I need to make some life choices. So what, what uh, Tech will do, uh, he will uh, use double movement and will just start <laughs> rushing straight 
towards you, so he closes the gap uh, to come to a uh, close range, essentially. Okay. But that's all, all he can do in his turn. Uh, I'm then going to pick uh, one of the other mechs to come next. This one is a lighter mech. It starts to sort of skitter about and then start to move forward at a very fast pace. And it's going to go straight towards... Uh, let's just draw a d4. We'll see who's on it. It was. It's worth noting that uh, the in positioning-wise, Socrates and Flea would be at the front and Blackjack and Commodore would be at the back. Because we're helping well, with the... Because they were helping move the things on the Perfect. road. Perfect. Great. Well, then I roll. I rolled an even, so we'll go for Socrates. This creature's going to... This yep. mech, sorry, is going to come up to you, and it's going to make a, an attack at close range. It's going to roll for uh, a, its laser. You can see it sort of power up, and mm -hmm. it doesn't make a noise, because lasers don't make noises. <laughs> and it sort of shoots towards you. Uh, uh, they do. They go pew-pew. <laughs> it's pew-pew. Uh, it rolled a seven. And when so it hits, it, it goes Barney McGrew. It does not. I'm going to spend an action point to counterattack. So when an enemy engage within engaged range, which I believe mm -hmm. this now is, mm -hmm. uh, rolls a 6 to 10 on an attack against you, I deflect their attack and take no damage. Amazing. Easy enough. So this creature almost slides in, and you can see the lasers powering up, and it sort of hits off your carapace, and you just... It don't feel anything you're like ha idiots <laughs> like maybe you shake off yourself i sort of grab the the laser thing and just tilt it slightly as it's about to shoot it shoots over the shoulder instead of uh, hitting very cool very Oi, cool well, then watch socrates, where you're I pointing that thing <laughs> <laughs> well then socrates i'll let you go next then after this uh, yeah because you've got it in its hand essentially what would you like uh, to do? so we are on a a raised section of of roads how mm -hmm significant is this road drop i'm curious uh i'd say it's pretty significant um yep. it's like a big Good. over sort of uh highway essentially you sort of came mm -hmm. up one of the uh, sort of exit ramps and sort of made yep. your way on so there's definitely a big drop excellent then i'm going to use my anthropomorphic arms which will deal yep. three structural points of damage mm -hmm. uh i'm just going to throw this thing over the side so it's come running up to me. I'm a medium-class thing. It is a light-class thing. So I'm just going to pick it. So as it goes to shoot me, I grab hold of its, uh, its laser, arm, gun, mm -hmm. whatever form this thing takes, mm -hmm. uh, and sort of like pivot on my... On, get my other hand up and I'm just... Right over. Fantastic. Can you make me a D20 check? I most certainly can. So, uh, out of curiosity, on a 20, I do double damage? Is that yes, correct? you do, yeah. So, so, so golden, I'll take that double damage. You've absolutely nailed it. So, yes, you do that and a bit of bonus as well. What I'd say, um, and you can choose what you want in this bonus, essentially, but, yeah, you, you pick this up and almost Wilhelm scream, this creature is thrown off the side <laughs> and it sort of falls down to a little... Well, obviously, it's not that far, but it essentially that's a little spot and it goes dink and a small poof as you pretty much destroy that whole mech off the top. It's a fantastic. Um, nice. Bye. Guess, yeah, so it sort of comes up and has woefully misjudged its life choices. <laughs> um, yeah, F well, in the chat, I'll F in the chat. <laughs> do then is, um, because I can I can do uh, something ad ad additional with my D20, yes. I'll ask if uh, I can activate my multi-targeting, which is a energy point spend, but it means I can make additional attacks. So having mm -hmm. like taken one out, I'll mm -hmm. right myself around, mm -hmm. pulling the gun off one shoulder and activating the missile pod that's on the other. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so I'll, I'll let you do that. Yep, so I'll spend my one energy point. Mm -hmm. Um and I will make a, uh, I'll shoot text with my 30 mil auto cannon. Uh, and then um, if there's one that's uh, what, close what range, range is that? I was going to say, what uh, range is that? Close range for the 30 mil auto cannon. Mm -hmm. uh, it's far away just now. 
I oh, no, he ran, text, oh, he ran up, he ran up sprinted to you. You're right. Close, you yeah. are right. Yes. Um, and then I still have my movement, so I'll move a bit closer as I'm mm -hmm. shooting my autocannon. So I'm in long range for the other mechs mm -hmm. to drop a missile on them. Does that Perfect. work? That works exactly. Roll okay, right. So we'll start with a 30 mil autocannon, which is, uh, yeah, which is special is if I roll a one, it jams and it's in operational for 10 minutes. Perfect. So it's a damn good job that I only roll a 17. That is a success. You deal uh, damage. So that's three points of short damage to Tex. Mm -hmm. uh, and then for the missile pod on the, I'll target one, I'll target, let's say, left, just for ease of yep. differentiating. There's two left on the thing, yep. Yeah. Because the one that's on the right will also take one point of damage if I hit. Uh, actually, it doesn't say if I hit. It just says I deal additional one point of structural point damage to everything in melee range of yep. the target, whether exactly. or not I hit. Yep. Uh, and that's a 13. Uh, that does hit, yes. Uh, and I need to note that down. Uh, so, yeah, I just sort of, you know, pivot, throw this thing off the side of it. And as it's going, you know, the hand comes over the shoulder, points the cannon uh, at Tex and takes a shot whilst running forward and the missile just <laughs> goes up into the air towards it. Fantastic. Uh, let me find it. Uh, I just need to roll something. Excellent sound effect there, Socrates. I can't believe I rolled an actual one on that. That's so frustrating. So... <laughs> Uh, you, you go and uh, text mech again. Uh, point of view of the camera. You go, it, you, you go into it goes into this uh, horrific mech. There is uh, I don't know a ton of taxidermy. There is like a, <laughs> there is like a weird animal with lots of horns on the back wall. That's sort of its its mouth sort of like this. You see a bloke in a duster with a, a cowboy hat on, and you just see his eyes go wide, going what the fuck. His hand goes towards his emergency uh, hatch. Um, <laughs> But he rolls a natural one. <laughs> Doesn't make it in time. <laughs> and it just it's just it is just fireworks essentially. So yes, I had to roll on the critical injuries table, and one is death. <laughs> so <laughs> couldn't have timed that better. So tech is out of the race, he's like gone. Uh, and then the other ones, uh, what was the damage that you gave? So it's three points of damage to the one on the left, and then an additional point of damage to the one on the right. Fantastic. How many? I thought there were only three. So there's, one there was, went over. Yep. There was four total, three small, oh. one large. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was what was the range damage uh, for the one next to it? Sorry, Ben. One one point of structural damage Fantastic. as well. Fantastic. Good stuff. Uh, so I need to make another hatch escape roll for someone. Uh, oh, look, fifteen. So they do get out. Hooray! <laughs> uh, where did that go? Oh, well, sort of they get out. Um, so you see that text is the text mech is just basically burning. Uh, mm -hmm. You can see sort of uh, skull and crossbones sort of melting away from some terrible paint job. Uh, sort of the missile comes and explodes another uh, mech, which sort of it bends slightly and sort of starts to fall over. The, there is somebody you can, you can also see somebody is getting out mm -hmm. and then is just basically crawling their way before coughing so much that they fall unconscious. Mm -hmm. um, and then the one that did get <laughs> damaged. Uh, I guess, it, well, the one that is sort of like shaken slightly, but is still upright. Uh, mm -hmm. Ben, it is your choice to pick who goes next. Would you like one of your friends or would you like this poor I'll mech take the, the single remaining uh, small mech to go next, I think is the best idea here. Fantastic. Well, <clears> they've, <throat> they've just seen their whole platoon get <laughs> annihilated. So they're going to roll... <laughs> I'm going to roll a morale check to see what happens. They get a three, 
So three is retreat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're gonna go. Uh, uh, you just you just hit all of you here like uh, uh, on the on the on the on the radio, and it goes uh, uh, and it sort of turns around and quickly sort of arms pounding back in towards the city. Essentially. Nope. 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 <laughs> Can I stop him before he does that? Uh, it's, you've had. Have you had your turn? No. Nope. We've got two more people that haven't had their turns. That's yet. what I thought. That's what. Well, I'll let, I'll let Flea go first. Uh, and see if they if they have anything for the combat. But yeah, such a, it's moving itself away. So Fleet, what would you like to do? Uh, I've got a job to do. I'm letting these jokers can do the deal with the enemy. I'm still moving mechs for the caravan. I'm, I know this. <laughs> I'm still just coming along. I'm just, like, do, 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 just shifting just stuff. in the background, essentially. Yeah, there's just, just these missiles and rail guns going behind me. And yeah. like, uh, do, 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 do. always perfectly timed to land yeah, yeah, like, a beat yeah, of your music. Yeah. So you've got yeah. no clue that a fight's gone on. No clue yeah. that like, Socrates just killed three people yeah, style just, thing. <laughs> it's all background noise. Oh, just roll the D20. Let's see how successful you are okay. at moving rest of the wax as, as this ongoing fight is going behind 18 18 you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine you're like, every time you flip over a car is that's when the rocket hits just when it hits yeah i'm <laughs> looking i've got expert salvage i'm looking for a fan for blackjack if i find one but that's fantastic <laughs> perfect well we'll come to the end of the, well, at the yeah. end of the fight we'll come to that so no problem all right blackjack up to, up to you you see this thing going rah, 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 like running I've away slow two motion. choices i'm wondering how how vindictive i'm feeling do I make him go boom, or do I try and take control of him and make him come back and beg for forgiveness? I'm thinking I'm going to try and make him come back him and beg back for forgiveness. Stopping him getting back to the city is not a bad idea because that means that if they're working with a larger crew, knowledge doesn't get to I, I, them. I, I don't care about that. I, I want him to come back and beg for forgiveness. He scratched our paint jobs. <laughs> I, Actually, I'm I don't going think to try anyone did. Tr- I'm gonna I'm gonna Trojan him and try and take control. They, they sort of did a woohoo, like we're the bad guys, and then you obliterated. <laughs> and now he needs to apologize for being a bad person. He needs to come to my feet and beg up the, my feet and mm-hmm. watch me roll a one here. Okay, go for so, it. So uh, it's, tr- it's the Trojan module. As an action, you attempt to hack an opposing mech in long range to gain control of it. All right, go for it. Um, and I've got my own table here that tells me what happens. Perfect. Um, Let us know it's what on page twenty-seven if you want to look at it. Follow, follow along at home, folks. Um, so um, I got a fifteen. Ooh, very good. Ooh. Oh, nice. And that says you take full control of the target mech for 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, Sorry, for 10 just, minutes. That's just mean. I have a pet for 10 minutes. <laughs> so what would you, you like to do? Basically, you just see me going, here, boy, here, here, come, 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 come to me, come, come, come. Yes, now, now, now bow down. Sit. So it runs yeah. over to you and you sort of, again, using different buttons and modules and stuff, you just see it sort of awkwardly sort of get to its knees and do like a grovel position. <laughs> as as desperately everyone can see this, there's some, uh, it's a woman, in, a pilot in the back going, oh shit, 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 and it's desperately trying to rewire things and stuff like that, but all to no avail. This, this is the first I notice of the combat and has their mech got any good stuff on it? Uh, <laughs> roll, roll another d20. Okay. I, I, I get out my I get out the mech and I just stand on top 90. of it and point my okay. flashy laser pistol at her, going, "You just wait here a moment, okay? You just 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 hang on a second. We've got really? questions." 
Oh, questions. Well, with that, let's take a post-combat break so I can work out what you get in terms of salvage. And we'll be right back in like five minutes, if that's all right with folks. But oh. yes, you've completed your very successfully your first combat of salvage. Mm -hmm. union, so good job, folks. I rolled a dice well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Drink water, chat. Everyone go yeah. get water. Yep. Thank yeah. you very much. We'll see you back in five. See you in five. According to David, we are back. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. So, as you've just seen, uh, my party have just annihilated one of, of the first combat, <laughs> which is exactly what I wanted them to do. Uh, but going to Flea, because Flea, you were doing some salvaging. Yes. Uh, and I forgot to ask you. So now the area is clear. Mm -hmm. so we'll go do that first before you go on to the, uh, the, the mech that's currently groveling at Blackjack's feet. Um, mm -hmm. So what I want to know is that you're able to find stuff, but how much mm -hmm. stuff... The question so how many uh uh energy points are you doing salvaging will take an hour how mm -hmm. many would you like because then that determines how many items you've managed to oh, find. only one i'm doing it as a as a side thing i just want to pick up some i'm not because i most of this stuff's going to be picked clean so i'm just if if anything happens to be good as i'm moving these chassis out of the way i'll pick it so i'm not, I'm not going out of my way well, uh, four mechs that you're just taking care exactly of there's, well. there's gonna be more stuff there yeah. in terms of the general one of them's stuff, undamaged as well yeah mm. yeah yeah uh, so yeah, so the, the salvaging the the place itself, uh, that's fine. If you're getting something specific from certainly say the mech mm -hmm. in front of you, that mm -hmm. is slightly different. So uh, so I can so if you're looking around just now, and I'll tell you this for free because yeah. I don't have time to, to yeah. say like oh you only got this and you don't get anything else. Stop that. So uh, I rolled on the tech table and you find lots of sort of uh, plastics essentially uh, stuff right. of different pr products and stuff. So you can sort of you can see there's thermoplastics, there's polycarbons, vinyls, polymers, that sort of thing essentially. Mm -hmm. So you manage to find that. So you can. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull them off and Commodore, if it's okay with you, can I load them up onto the back? I have no storage capacity, so yeah, I'll load up a, uh, a whole load of plastics. Brilliant. So yeah, one slot is now dedicated to plastics, essentially. And I'm sh I know that we can go into the fine and nitty-gritty details, but we don't have time for this sort of one shot. So on the mech itself, on the mm -hmm. mechs themselves, uh, I will say um, you quite sizably destroyed quite a few of them, uh, so there's not much worth salvaging there. But if you want to uh, get a specific system, uh, let me find the thing. Uh, specific parts. So salvaging a specific system or module takes an action and costs one energy point or ability point. Uh, energy points, you're using your mech to take this mm -hmm. out just now. Uh, it requires a mech with rigging arms, which is what you have. Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot salvage anything mounted on an active mech or actively being used. I mean, it's it's currently active, but I'm sure it's going to be destroyed yeah. at some point in the, in the next hour. Not with a couple uh, of cuts to the wires. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, when you salvage, you gain an, uh, a component from the random system or module. Uh, yeah, so I, I can decide that, so that is all fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a system as well because I'm, I'm packed out on modules, so it's only systems I'm looking for. Cool beans. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so if you want to spend that energy point, you can, yeah. you can get that. Perfect, so if you note that down. And oh yeah, David, because you did say off stream, what was it? How many energy points did you use for your uh, four energy points? So you're pretty, you're pretty depleted on your energy points just now. Uh, no. No? No. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I've got lots. Cool. So on this, uh, on the light mech, uh, mm -hmm. on this one, you can see there is, find the light mech, I think it's a laser it's got on it. 
and taking it apart, you can see, yeah, so it's got, uh, yeah, it's got a, a laser, an escape hatch, and a comms module, but that's pretty much it. Sure. So, I'm going to wrench off the escape hatch. I don't have one. Um, super. These, so when you, yeah, so these vector designed to protect the uh, mechanics, not the pilot. So when I when I say you're taking off, so, so that's what the, the system is. Mm -hmm. but you only take off like a bit of uh, of the stuff. Right. So you get either scrap metals or a simple mechanism. A simple mechanism. I'm going to find metals everywhere. So yeah, I'll rip off okay. a simple mechanism, put so, that yeah. on the back of Commodore. Perfect. So look, you sort of you like jobs are good and done. Yeah. What is uh, what is our post-apocalyptic punishment system like? How how I, uh, the obvious answer here is 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 death or darker things. But I oh, how, go. How, how how do we handle these people? Because I'm tempted to give them to the merchant and sort of like you have to you know work off the debt to this person because you were going to rob and or kill them. Yeah. But additionally, you have to treat them like human beings and not just you know star things. But I I'd don't say, know. I'd say this is the first time you've encountered. A, a shootout, but also the first time you've obviously really won one. Um, <laughs> so it's a really interesting choice. Um, you know that there are people of the wastelands, they've got denizens, you'll have outlaws like these people who take advantage of people, but then you are also taking advantage of the ship that has uh, sort of landed in a thing. So it is kind of like um, a free-for-all, winner-takes-all type situation. So I'm going to leave that up to you folks. There's not like a, mm -hmm. there's not like a code. Because there's two code. of them definitely alive, and there's a third that might be alive if they got lucky with the fall. <laughs> they they didn't. Oh, okay, never mind. They, they, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, let them go. They're harmless, aren't they? Yeah, people do what they need to survive. Sometimes yeah. they get blown up. <laughs> Comes with the job. Punishment's yeah. punishment. Uh, I'll, I'll walk over to Tiffany and go. You know, look, you've you've got a lot of stuff here, but no real protection. I reckon if you gave these folks a chance, they'd work for you for, you know, working it off. And if you can help their mechs get a bit of repair, you've probably got yourself two decent guards now that whatever that idiot's name's gone. I believe his name was Tech. Uh, he's, he was infamous around here as an outlaw, but you dealt with him so quickly. Was so he? Have, yes. Huh. <laughs> We've been avoiding him for weeks. But well, then, it looks like you've got two people that could do with a new job and maybe a re-education on how to handle problems. That's brilliant. Well, please, uh, you've done so much for us already. You not only dealt with, well, without uh, a bandit problem, but also cleared the way. Um, we've got, as she sort of looks here, I found we've got some uh, optical glass. Uh, we've got loads of the stuff. If you if you want it, you can also take that. Later on up. All right. yep. I've got time to be. I've got my uh, rigging arm. Mm -hmm. yep. Power yeah. over. It's a big crane. Leads over. <laughs> it always like a, a lucky dip sort of goes in. It's like the car. <laughs> it moves. And you pull, out, pull out a whole sheet of optical glass. So yes, You're this like, is, ah, good this stuff. is glass, good glass stuff. of uh, of sufficient clarity and quality that can be used in scopes, scanners, lasers, and other optical appliances. So there you go. So if you haven't ever need glass. Uh, Commodore. Uh, I need I need a new so. screen for my uh, my uh, game console. Um, I, mm. It is quite big. <laughs> Excellent. We can have what. a group game. We can all play together. Oh, we get beautiful. some uh, circuitry and wiring, and I can put together an advanced targeting module. We've got so mm. like the one I, I the one I I use on uh, on on Brawler. Yeah, but bang it on Commodore with the railgun. Of course. Sounds like a party. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So um, what, what are you doing with the groveling uh, mech at this point? Obviously, the hatch has now been taken off. So mm -hmm. you see a very frightened woman, like, sort of like hands up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stood on the mech with my, my fancy laser pistol, my modded out laser pistol, mm -hmm. um, just pointing at her, smiling at her, going, ha-ha. Just like being <laughs> like completely over the top, thinking I'm in like some kind of anime space space mm -hmm. thing. Space Cowboy's like, yeah, that's exactly what you get. I'll sort um, of pop the front hood on on Brawler um, and sort of like lean out, you know, dog tags, you know, this this replacement jaw and just go, y'all look like you need work now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that person you're trying to rob, they're Tiffany. Uh -huh. They're going to help your mechs, which we've disabled. You're going to work, <laughs> well, yeah, work well. To be fair, there's like one that's on fire, and the other one was like kind of on fire, and then their friend is like out the front, you know, alive but unconscious. I mean, the Texas one is just legs currently. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tiffany said that you can work with them. So you're going to provide them protection, mm -hmm. and they're going to help you with the fact that you now have no mechs and nothing, and you're at the behest of four people you just tried to murder or rob at best. So as I see it, you've got two choices. You mm -hmm. can reevaluate yourself and recognize that maybe, just maybe, this is the one chance the universe gives you to straighten up. Mm -hmm. Or if I don't hear from Tiffany in a couple of months' time, know that you've got a couple of months' lead on me, but then I'm going to come and hunt you down if anything happens to them. Ooh, make me a D20 check, please. Let's do one. I, so people in the chat aren't used to how much luck I have. And, <laughs> and like, everyone else knows I, I am I am lucky. Um, so I'm Thanks just going to tilt from my me. This is why I roll so down. badly. Oh, no, that's the cat. Oh, hello, cat. Oh, hello. That's the cat. Oh, Post-apocalyptic cat. First of all, that's the cat. So you can just see the 17 that I rolled. <laughs> uh, um. I make no apologies. You know, the devil offered me a good deal. It did. Um, <laughs> That's fine. So you can see, you, Socrates, you make this big, cool, uh, sort of almost like anime style. I can imagine everyone else, it cuts to everyone else sort of like they're looking very, very cool. <laughs> and you can see this this person, their hand sort of twitches towards a, a laser pistol that they have. And like, they think better of it. <laughs> yeah, no. they think better of it, realising they're outnumbered. And they sort of go, mm-hmm. Like, like, nod their nothings. And Tiffany, it's very you know, grateful to have uh, an extra pair of hands. And I'll say for the sake of expediency, they go pick up the unconscious bloke uh, <laughs> that's a couple of uh, miles behind. But your success, yeah. you have managed to uh, uh, outwit the highway challenge. So good job, team. Very good job. Um, uh, outwit? I think we outwit. just destroyed the, the challenge. Mean, I, <laughs> if we look through the, to the VOD, yeah, yeah, it's completely destroyed. Um, <laughs> So uh, you have a choice now. So you can see in front of you the way you were going uh, is Hope Falls, sort of the big sort of skyscrapers and a huge sort of almost like a metropolis type city. And you know that behind you is this other settlement uh, of, of Wastelanders. And you know there is bits of intel there should you want to go see it, but you are on a bit of a, on a time uh, schedule because you know certainly that sort of uh, big sort of fight would not have gone unnoticed. And you know that other people are trying to get towards uh, Hope Falls to get some salvage. What is the plan? Smash and grab. Yeah, go as fast as we can. This is taking long enough, I think. Uh, can anybody yeah, carry Commodore? 
Um, you're going a bit slow. We might need to move a bit quicker. I mean, now, hon, <laughs> that's enough of all this. You know, Alice goes as fast as she wants to, and I've got all your plastics, I've got all your glass, I'll carry you home when you get into trouble. Now, don't you complain about how fast my mech's going. <laughs> I can make it go faster. Can I you? can make you go slower. <laughs> it's called a rail gun. Uh, I, I can... I, I'm going to go over there now. I'd say that's a good <laughs> idea, hon. Bye. Play nice. Fantastic. So uh, you make your way towards Hope Falls. And yeah, you can see across this sort of city, um, there's definitely bits of debris, uh, more so. You can see there's smoke coming from a building very far down, uh, sort of if you're just walking down it in front of you, sort of, let's say, uh, north, you're going north, essentially. And you can see other bits of things where, you know, it has not been lived in for some time. And you can definitely see that this ship uh, the Atticus uh, had some sort of explosion and bits of the salvage have gone across the city. So, uh, again, through the magic of tech, you uh, you get up a new data map. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> and I will send that to you now. Essentially, I, I assume Blackjack goes, uh, enhance, and you sort of double tap your screen. <laughs> <laughs> and it appears up like so. So you are entering um, from uh, something that is this, this sort of... Uh, shown on the data map as industrial and you can see uh, there are sort of five different areas Uh, going from industrial there is one down which is just named lake Uh, then it goes up to a plaza and then from the plaza there's two other options you can go to you can go to uh, the hab and the park essentially Uh, as you start to make your way in onto the outskirts of uh, hope falls you can see that you come into sort of this industrial block, sort of a, an intertwined area of factories and stuff. And you can see this huge sort of factory in the distance, which just has a very generic sign called Meat Processing Factory on the side, because mm. I don't have time to make <laughs> brands. <laughs> but you can see there has been a massive hole in the in the roof here. So you suspect that one of the bit, well, one of the bits of ship, mm-hmm. uh, a really important bit of the ship, is inside. I've Looks like something fell questions. through the roof. Yeah, where's the two questions? Where's the biggest? impact site look like to the plaza is it come down in uh oh good question let me have a quick check uh, what's your second question before I ask uh, the that? other is if we're in the industrial zone now mm-hmm. do we know where the aztec zone is ah uh, unfortunately oh. that's in the next module and oh, um, next to the futuristic zone oh, okay right <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, sorry. I watched that recently. That's such a great show. <laughs> um, cool. So you can see. Um, let me see. So do 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 do. That's okay. Um, so the biggest looking at your map and sort of uh, doing some quick navigations and stuff, I'll give you this for free. You think the biggest part of mm-hmm. uh, the ship came down in the park itself? You can see, uh, like, a, it's again from the top graphical view, uh, you can see um, the uh, there's a big sort of score mark essentially uh, there. Okay, right to the park. That's the other side, isn't it? That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. So yeah. Okay. So, so again, just for our, our viewers at home, because I know we can't really show the map. Uh, they're in the industrial zone, which is probably on the left side of the map, which goes down to the lake, goes up to a big plaza, sort of in the middle, and then there are two zones off that: the hub zone or the hub zone, sorry, and the park. 
and it looks like looks like on the map as well uh, again you'd see this easily all of you uh, probably again through blackjack's sort of way of just doing tech uh, that there is a piece in the industrial zone a piece in the the hub zone and and the park as well I'm looking yeah. at it. so logically we could get maybe two of three mm -hmm. and then leave or go for a third and then be forced to leave from a set direction but if we leave from the park we'll be heading back i imagine towards scrapper's bluff is that Correct, Fiona? Uh, yeah, I will say for the sake of narrative that, yeah, it's sort of, you could see like there's weight in and out of this thing, and so you could, it would sort of make its way uh, back towards the way. Or you could even just skirt around and then get back on the highway. Let's check the industrial one, see what we can find. Because if we hit a treasure trove, then great. But if not, yeah. we'll push on. Yeah, let's it's have a look. A How much more can we get into Commodore? Like, uh, I have 12 cargo slots. I filled two. Plunk, plunk, plunk. Yeah. She okay. big. I think someone else has got some as well. It's at the bottom of the mech sheet. There's like a... I don't have I think, any... I was going to say, one one person, I think, out of all of you, doesn't have any, but most of you will have stuff. It's just to, yeah. to salvage it, to, like, pull it off stuff. Oh, no, it is, it's literally just the Commodores. Is it? Of, of our yeah. ones, yeah, well, the Brawler, the Mantis, and the... Uh... Well, isn't it? Oh, good good on you, Commodore. <laughs> yeah. Carrying all exactly. that weight. <laughs> the Carrying other, the team. The other two of six players we don't have all yeah. have cargo so i guess good good choice me all mexican carry salvage equal to the number of arms they have as well as right um, so i don't have any arms yeah. <laughs> you know what that's hilarious i didn't even think to ask like who's brought cargo holes so like you're all gone out and they're like right we need to take one thing oh no one no one brought it <laughs> oh, well. if we really stuck i can make one um if can you make me metals, arms yes um, I can make you arms and I can make um, cargo holds as well. So if we get enough stuff together, I can, mm -hmm. you know, make enough. So a rigging arm, scrap metals, wiring, simple mechanism and circuitry. So we find enough stuff, I can bodge together an arm for you. Cool. Uh, okay. I've got one system slot. Cool. Okay. Well, let's let's see what we find and let's see what we can do. So, yeah, so this big sort of generic meat processing factory is there, and you can see the, the big hole in it. I'm really thinking like very typical Manchester old fashioned mill factory at this point, you know. And, um, but you will, you do notice like you won't be able to get your whole mechs into it per se. Like you maybe have one of people look over the top perhaps, but to get in at it, you probably have to like have people go in to see what is in there and then direct someone to pick it out if uh, whatever you find in there. Okay. I can. And sorry, I realize I'm dominating at the moment, no, but just very do, please quickly, do. I can ping this place. I've got a deep survey scanner, um, which is kind of used for mining operations, but it is for enclosed places. So I mm -hmm. could put my, basically, if I find a hole in the wall, mm -hmm. get as close as possible and then ping it and we get, a, it get almost like a, I almost see it like a wireframe map. You know, you, you don't see very detail, cool. but you get a sense of the uh, of the structure inside. So I, I can do that for two That's energy nice. points. Amazing. Mm. That's good. Do you have to? Is there any uh, two energy? Two energy. Two energy. Yeah. So, yeah. So. And what what? So what do you ping off it? Does it describe it? it? Right. Yes. Scanner. Uh, you scan uh, structures uh, such as cave networks or ruins. I'm I'm pushing the uh, thing a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or base. You sense the general layout of the next three areas connected to yours, plus the layout of any passageways between those areas. The mediator will draw you a rudimentary map. Says that. <laughs> ah, sure. <laughs> Noting any major features like columns, bridges, or crevices. So it is meant to be for underground, so maybe it's not as exact no, I, when it's I above think ground. That is, like... No, I think that is a genius thing to do. I'm going to uh, rule of call it. Let's do Sweet. it like that. Thank you. I just wanted to see what else you can do. Great. So you spend that energy for Two me. Two more energy, yeah. Fabulous. So, yeah, so yeah, you go up close. Um, mm -hmm. 
you put in? Like, what, what, how do you describe what, what is it? I think it's like, um, do you remember in the 50s, War of the Worlds? There's like a, a, a metal tentacle that goes in. This is the most advanced oh. bit of kit. And it's like that. It goes in to the front and it's got like a couple mm. of colour lights on it and then it and then come, retracts back in. It's the most advanced bit of kit I've got. Like, it looks, <laughs> it looks, it looks like Apple made it. You know, everything else. <laughs> There's a logo on the yeah. side yeah, that you yeah, try yeah. to cover up. Everything yeah. else is HP laptops, and then yeah. you have your yeah. Apple yeah. pen over there. I've stuck, all the, um, I've stuck all my anarchy stickers over the yes. Apple branding. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Uh, just... Uh, no, you, it just works because you're just we're just gonna be really cool of it. So yeah, this thing everyone see this is horrible, horrible. It's a very sleek thing. Uh, it's probably battered like any Apple products that I own. It's battered, there's scratches on it, everything like that. <laughs> it goes uh, and it sort of sort of moves around almost hand like, and then it's sort of like, and you get like a blip of a radar. Yeah, going off on that. Uh, very cool. So you do. do, do, do. So yeah, so you, it sort of blips out and instantly you can see this is a very big factory room. You can see the small columns, etc. There's used to be sort of conveyor belts, etc. In the middle, what you think has caused this huge, big sort of hole, uh, looks to be like a big shape. Uh, it's sort of like different things going on. And you can easily assess that this is an engine of some sort. Uh, looking around, there doesn't seem to be any of the big rooms per se, maybe bits of uh, ladders that have fallen off and something like that. As it turns around though, you get a sense that there is uh, behind certain columns and stuff like that. There seems to be other things around there. And suddenly you see across one of the skulls, something moves very quickly on two feet and hides behind another column. Right. Uh, you are aware that there is someone else or other yep. people here in this place as well. Okay, so we've got an engine in there. We've got one big hall, but we've got company. Is so there... we're going to have to go in on foot, I think. Are there? Is there electronics in there? Can you see any any electronics? Um, you can't currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would say, in order to do that, if you wanted to actually do some salvage stuff, you have to go in and check the area yourself, and then make a, a salvage test. Uh, which is oh, I don't want to salvage. I want to know if I can gain access to anything. Oh, I see. So, so would there be like a, a computer terminal? Would he see? A, are you seeing oh, a computer no, terminal? Yeah, are you seeing a, 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 I, a I see mech it. or something? No, all of this, what you see in this place has either been picked clean already or it's just bits of ruin. If it's such just being like a meat processing factory, but it's just like conveyors being put into things. There's nothing else here. Not even the light fittings have been taken. So I, I can't turn fitting. on the conveyor belt. Uh, it doesn't look like it, no. <laughs> as it see, goes. A quick way in. Just, just, as, just, as the... just put uh, Socrates on, on a conveyor belt and just let them walk in and just start firing yeah. everywhere. If, if the if, a, if the engine was already on a conveyor, but you're like, oh, this is easy, you don't have to go in. <laughs> 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 but yes, that's, this is what you see, Flea. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll relay that back then. We've got a big engine. It's a big hall. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to go in to have a look around, but there are people in there, so I don't know. They'll know we're here already. You can't drive a mech up to a wall and mm-hmm. send them in, so it's not <laughs> like, you know, we might as well announce ourselves in there. Exactly. In which case, I mean, this this thing is a large industrial warehouse with columns and mm-hmm. you know, space. Yeah, is it large enough to accommodate a mech itself? Um, you would have to probably break a wall. When I say this hole, oh no, I intended to break the wall anyway. Yeah, cool. I have <laughs> a move that could be useful here. Okay. okay, go for it. What what is it? So I have a move called Bayamoth. Okay. Which, <laughs> which says you strike fear into the hearts of a creature or mech. Explain how you do this and ask for what you want. I would quite like to just sort of walk through this wall. 
Okay. You Kool-Aid guy this. <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, this, like, giant heavy mech with mm-hmm. a massive rail gun on the front just sort of walking straight through. Yeah. Guns perhaps pointing inwards. Mm-hmm. And it's being like... And then just sort of comms coming out being like, hello, everyone. <laughs> the SAR engine right there. I'm oh, just gonna... Can just gonna go in and grab that if that's alright with all of you. Can we you all like have hang a, I really hope it is. You wanna If if we could have so- can Socrates ride on the back of you, so when you walk through, you Socrates then rises up and all the guns just appear as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love that truck and it's a bigger thing than me, so I'm I am fine to support this action. <laughs> Because yeah. this was this was exactly along the lines of what I was hoping, and it's even better by Commodore's. I, I, refer, I, sorry, I refuse to call it Behemoth ability. This is the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> <laughs> you press the button and it goes brilliant. Uh, do you have to spend any uh, points for that, Commodore? I have to, to spend two action points, but is it that because I'm using my mech to do it, can I spend energy points to do it? Yeah, it has the ability underneath that says you can. You yeah. can. Uh, um, that's all my other... Oh, wait. So, for example... Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. here we go. There is a roll. I missed this. Roll the die. You yeah. can activate this ability in a heavy mech and use energy points to do so. Yeah. I'd have to do a roll to see how it goes. And I have a little table. A little table of my own. Just don't roll do a roll. Do a roll for it, then. I want, I want to see... Yeah, and don't forget you can push it if you want to re-roll. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you guys have been doing so well, so I've had to mention it so far. <laughs> But it reminded me in the first half of the game. <laughs> you just fainted from stress and heat within the first half. <laughs> Make him a makeup run for crying out loud. What did you get? Oh. Uh, I got a 12. Okay, so it says, they flee from you or acquiesce to your demands. And those okay. are basically the same thing. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll do cinematic on this. So there's a, you do that, you get everything ready, you put your sort of mixtape into the radio, like, and then you do your honk-honk, and Socrates gets onto the back of you. You obliterate the wall. The wall was not the problem. Uh, it just happened to be in your way. Uh, bits <laughs> of rubble start coming down, and the lights go on, and you say, hello, everyone, this is ours now. And you see... <laughs> A group of seven wastelanders who are looking very scared. <laughs> Look like they have it. They were just hiding from you because four big mechs came up, <laughs> and they and and a couple of them go ah! and run away. And you can see that one of the, the uh, I think yeah, about five of them run away. One of them is trying to carry uh, what looks like a young boy who seems to have hurt his leg, uh, not from anything that you're doing. They're just trying to get away from you, and they're desperately trying to get behind. But unfortunately, you've come at, at such an angle, you've blocked off any exit so they're just trying to scrabble around the wall they don't look like a threat they look like they were trying to hide i will get out uh of the mech entirely so i'll 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 sort of like um get out of brawler Mm -hmm. i will walk over to the the boy um so i'll put my hands up you know very 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 calm very very safe I'll, i'll walk over and just go let me take a look at that son and I will get down and I will spend an action point to do my healing biofoam, um, which means I can heal a target within a gauge range 2 HP as an action. 
Excellent. Um, so yeah, so they all are scuffling back from you. Again, the lights are blazing, the, the mm. music is still going on from Commodore, and two of the mechs are also peeking in behind <laughs> them. Uh, so yeah, you get out, and the, the, the boy can't move very far, um, and they're sort of also sort of looking quietly at you. They don't look like they're armed at all. Looking at the leg itself, you do as best you can sort of patch it up. Maybe you get a bit of a splint going on, and he looks grateful to you again wincing in pain it's not going to last though you can tell from just using that move and i'll give you this for free this this boy will need medical attention which you think he'd only get on the union crawler itself and um is this your mom uh it's sort of it's a sort of an older uh, uh girl he sort of looks mm -hmm. at him and just like um it's, it's my little brother, please, please. We don't, you, you can take what, it just no, came no, from no. the sky. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Look, we've, we should get your brother somewhere safe, okay? And I, 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 I think the best place for them and you would be on our crawl, okay? Um, I'll pay for everything in that regard. Okay, just you should you should come with us. Maybe you should wait here and I'll come back for you. But I can do so much here. But this needs more than I can give right now. Okay. And I, I want I want this I want this to go well. Okay. I mean, this if this is what happens when you don't floss properly. You know, let's make sure we can take care of the uh, of the leg. Yeah. As this happens, the claw is sort of like reaching out from Atlas, <laughs> comes down, grabs the engine. Oh, I thought you were going to say something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> you are coming with us now, children. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Uh, fantastic. Uh, roll for me, Socrates, a d20 check to see how successful you are in convincing that you okay. can help. Because you you have just destroyed and come for them. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> yeah. And we'll get to uh, the Commodore in a second. Okay. Um, so that's a five. A five. Fortunately, that is a failure. Uh, you can <gasps> see they're sort of like, Look, look, just, just, I'm just going to push myself if I can. <gasps> I, absolutely. So when you push I'm, yourself, uh, yeah. it says add uh, two stress yeah. to yourself, and then um, and then uh, roll the d20 again. I, I get it. A... Oh, say that again. Sorry. A fifteen, 15 on the reroll, that, that but is I do take two points of stress. You do. Yes, uh, that is right. Uh, let me just check one thing. Just make sure I've got it. Um, but yeah, that is a success. So what you want happens. So uh, you can see there's a moment of sort of unsure or uncertainty uh, around the whole group, not just these two. And they're like, okay, okay, look, just um, we'll, promise. We'll, we'll... If you don't want to stay on the crawler, I'll bring you right back. Okay. Okay. I promise. Okay. Anyone else who wants to come, you can help them get there. You know, get ready. We can. We can. You know, take care of a few things there, but mm -hmm. yeah, I can I can do what I can for that, but I can't do much more here, and okay. I think I should. Okay. As thank you and payment for the engine. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. And you sort of they are sort of grouped together, sort of huddle in the corner. What I will say for this, because yeah, after pushing your pilot, you add two stress and then you roll another d20. If the result is equal to or under the current stress, your pilot uh, will stress will overload. So could you roll another d20? Yep. Please? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's yep. a nine. So 
a nine. Uh, yeah, so a fumble, so you make a bad decision in your panic. Uh, I'll give you a it's, it, it would be if it was below my conscious. You're right. You know what? I keep I do keep forgetting that. Thank you for yeah. reminding me. So yes, so it, it equal to or below. Perfect. Thank you very much. So yes, absolutely fine. So you remain calm, even though you're like, come with me, kid. Stupid. I'm a doctor. Children, <laughs> children need to do what they're told. I think uh, while Socrates is doing a very impassioned, you know, mercy sort of thing. Yeah, at the back you can see Flea waving Commodore's arm in like towards the uh, <laughs> towards the engine, just like you, you I'm, I'm have riding the arm. You have glow sticks. Yeah. Can I be riding the arm as well? I'm like <laughs> hanging off the edge of it, going, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah, cool. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring, bring it, it in. in. <laughs> Fantastic. Let me find out what this engine does. Um, so yeah, so easily enough you can put the engine onto the Commodore. I mean, it's there, you've found it, and it takes a little while. It takes about an hour or so, and it's quite loud as you're doing it, but you now have uh, the engine which can be broken down for parts. Um, if you uh, can be salvaged a system, uh, so that will take one person's energy point. I will say, uh, the Commodore, could you take uh, an energy point to pick up the salvage on that? And you salvage it as a system. Uh, it's a system, is? is it? Yes. How, just... Uh, I'm, I'm, well, well, Go I've got something here which is called Well Actually. Perfect. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but I'm wondering whether to, it's only one action point. Describe it I'm wondering us. whether to use it on the, the, the engine. I don't know if the, how, describe what the engine looked like to me and then I'll explain. Uh, the engine thing. looks like a very futuristic engine that you would find in any um, air vehicle. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's all. Um, what, tell us what Well actually So is. Well actually says uh, you're able to answer questions about modules, systems, mechs, or technology. So depending on the result of the dice, I get to ask you a certain number of questions. Perfect. And some of them are you have you tell me the truth and some of them you don't have to. That could be fun. Uh, do you want to do that? Uh, well, actually, yes, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. We'll spend that, uh, was it ability point then? Uh, yeah, an ability point. All right, and I will roll the dice. Perfect. Just, yeah, uh, above a 10 would be great. Cool. I got a 14. Okay. Which says, you are able to ask two questions about it and the mediator will give you true answers. Rubbish. Okay. <laughs> this is why I wanted above a 10. <laughs> yeah. 10 you give, I, I ask two questions and one of them is a lie. <sighs> All right, go for it. What so, um, what do I want to ask? Is it value, maybe? Yeah, I was so we say, know whether or not it's worthwhile. Is it worthwhile as carrying it around with us? Uh, I would say yes. It is It is made of various lots of parts, uh, so you could break it down for even more. Um, I'd say it's composed of uh, five parts. Uh, five which parts, okay. Well, I've just also been informed I can technically push to fail rolls. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe that's going to happen on the next one. Just, just, just for the fun. Do of it. not encourage David to fail rolls, Leyline. <laughs> we don't need that help. <laughs> What's your second question? Uh, so uh, there's there's five parts on it. Mm-hmm. You'd recommend us carrying it around with us. I, I mean, it's it's pretty like you've not seen something this intact. Essentially, from what you've discovered with the downing of the uh, uh, of the ship, is that um, it's broken up into bigger parts. So any sort of salvage like this is worth a lot. I'll okay. That I think that would be my next question: is how how much is it worth? You say worth a lot, then yeah. I think you've um, given me enough information that would have been from two questions from that. So yeah. 
I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going to ask it's anymore. Definitely, definitely taking this back will be really useful for the crawler and for a lot of people. You can make a lot on this. So absolutely, yep. there's enough bits in there. Fabulous. Cool. So, uh, Flea, if you want to pick around, it's it's quite useful. Have 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 at it, my dear sir. Yeah, if we've got a little bit of time to kill. Just, yeah, just, just make sure you get me a fan, so okay? I need. I still want that fan. <laughs> You still yeah, owe me that fan. I'll find it. I'll find you a fan. There'll be there'll be a smaller sort of sub fan within the big engine. I'm guessing it's got well. like a, a a radiator fan on it to keep it cool. There's <laughs> just so many fans. Taking <laughs> yeah. this opportunity whilst we've got like an hour of salvaging and getting mm-hmm. this thing out there and stuff like that. Fiona, how do we do things like regain agil- uh, action points and uh, structure points on our mechs and things like that? I am so glad you asked. Um, just before we oh. do that, so in terms of salvaging. Uh, Lee. So again, uh, how many uh, points are you putting into salvaging uh, to get stuff? Um, hang on, sorry, let me find. Uh, um, I'll put two energy points in. Screw it. Two energy points in. Great. Can you roll me two d20s? I'll let you yes. find something on that. Uh, 19. Oh. 19. Oh, very good. And 11. Oh, both very good. Uh, so yeah. spending this time yep. looking around, you can find, uh, or you find some carbon fibre which is stronger and lighter than most base metals and is useful for strengthening load-bearing components or for creating light and effective armour. And you also... Fiona, sorry, before, 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 I can actually pick what I want. That's part of my thing, as long as it's in the tech level. So I'm looking at, very quickly, what I might actually want. What tech tech level? One. One. Uh, It's not in tech level one. Ah. Oh, what tech level is it? It's tech level three. Ooh. Ooh. We're in a big, a big factory. You see. Well, depleted stuff. uranium it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, they make I, the best rounds. I will pull out. I'll pull out some depleted uranium yep. and some superconductors. Then, please. Perfect. Easy enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you're, so you sort of go. Oh, hang on, narrative. No, I'm literally pulling out the depleted uranium. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> behind, behind, like, it's, like yeah. it's okay. We'll take you back to our very safe union crawler. Oh God! Look what I found, lads. Yeah. Oh, lads! Depleted uranium. <laughs> it's not melting my here? hands at all. Yeah. Does someone want to take it off me, please? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, in answer to your question, Socrates, um, to regain ability points and uh, energy points is actually downtime where you'd okay. go back to your union crawler and spend a week there. Right, okay. Uh, and that's the same for relieving stress as well. Like, you, oh, no, relieving stress and venting heat is slightly different, but to recover all your points, essentially to do a mm-hmm. long rest, you have to go back to your union crawler and spend a week fine-tuning okay. and stuff. How so would I remove the heat, then, that I have... A cured because All the stress that I've I just, just got far cured. too much. I've just got far too hot. My makeup is running, and I'm not really upset by this. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, for a short term thing, let me find this on the sheet. Do, 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 do. Uh, so venting heat will do that first. To reduce your heat, you must shut down your mech for ten minutes, which obviously is easy enough if you're looking for stuff just now. Uh, it will reset its heat back to zero once complete. You can then Ooh. power back up your mech as an action to make it fully operational. So I, I'm going to give you time to do that now. So if people want to do that for your venting heat, you can totally do that. Yep. Yes, Relieving please. stress is the same, 10 minutes. Exactly. So yeah, so as long as you... Nice. Yeah, so maybe you're right. Okay, we've got all the stuff we need. Now let's just take a 10-minute power nap. <laughs> I sit in the, the shade, re- re- retouch everything up and... Uh, exactly. Quite a candy crush. Energy is not until the very end, kind of yeah, thing. Energy and uh, ability points, yes, because those obviously are the more important things to do stuff. Yeah, you mm. used a lot of them. You used that. a lot of energy <laughs> in that first fight. I mean, 
props. Fantastic news. Hopefully that will. I mean, I used one energy in the first fight. <laughs> you rolled incredibly well. I rolled a I, I used four, so but I've still got. More, uh... yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's the idea is that obviously you yeah. weigh up the pros and cons of salvaging more stuff and yeah. getting back and avoiding fights. So. But I absolutely I've, I've love the fact that. Go on, David. No. Okay, I absolutely love the fact that by mechanically representing it, we're using energy in the same way. You value the people who are combative as much as the people who are not yeah. in the exact same system. So rather than having to write a custom system for salvage in that regard, by balancing it in that regard, you feel a rounded party. Mm. So of course I would spend my energy doing combat, but of course Flea spends theirs doing salvage and that's where we make that balance it's really nice to see that baked into a, yeah. a game that's why that's why i didn't engage in combat really it was just yeah. like no makes I, total sense yeah. Yeah. well you both will get paid by lay line press so i'm sure just send your invoices out uh, <laughs> <laughs> i will work for a free copy of this game or even cheaper i will work to appear as an npc <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that costs so, them more money because then they need to hire a writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't, because I'm a writer. <laughs> so, easy enough. So you have completed the meat processing uh, generic factory section of this of this one-shot. Um, so what would you like to do now? So looking at the map itself, uh, you, well, I mean, you, it's the lake uh, and then the plaza, but do you want... So what's the plan? Where Are you going to the other places, or are you thinking time to, to jack off and um, go, essentially? So to sing back off. Yeah, I know. I, I, think, don't know I was, gonna, out, I was gonna pass right over that. <laughs> no, no, no. Right over that. Uh, I, I think we can make one more stop. I think I we think can go to the lake. The I think we, we can go yeah. for a swim. I've still got seven more cargo slots. slots. Exactly. I'm good to go. I, I've got eleven more uh, energy points to use. I, I need to um, do something with them. Remember, because we're salvaging as well. It's the, as well. <laughs> yeah, you got to get home. But also, the, the <laughs> ones that can salvage are only ones with who have arms, essentially. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing with Flea is that they have obviously the arms to do stuff, and that that's totally fine. But at some point, they will run out of energy points mm. to do that. So you can you can only grab so much stuff unless yeah. who, el who else has arms? I think Socrates, you have arms, right? Two, so, yeah. two. So yeah. So I'm just gonna go for so, a swim while they're salvaging, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, let's push on, get another bit. Going on to the yeah. lake itself. Fantastic. Do, 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 do. So to confirm that we we know that the next piece will be in the plaza and then the park. Other than mm -hmm. that, we've got no anticipation of anything that other than what would naturally be within the city from this crash. They are our sites of interest. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'm going to re recon that actually. Sorry, this okay. whole uh, there seems to be things in each area. I will say right. that. Sorry, that is my fault. I just yeah, I mistook the arrows on the map. I think there's a ways into the place, and I just assumed ah, that was my okay. fault. There, there is something interesting in each of these places. So okay. you could easy, you could easily just go. Actually, we're going to make our way to the plaza, and stuff will happen in uh, in the lake, in the for lake. example. But mm -hmm. you you know, it's it's that sort of thing that it could happen. I'll say that. From, from what you said, the the largest point then was in the the the, the plaza. The the largest section of the crash was in the plaza. Uh, is that correct? Let me double check. Just wondering if it's uh, if it's a good idea for us to 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 rush now, given the fact that we're beginning yeah. to load up and also drain ourselves mm -hmm. before we we have to go through the mountain pass and or the heat desert death again. Yeah. We we yeah. yeah. Smash and grab. Uh, so, get, um, run into the center. Grab the biggest thing. Run out. 
So I would say actually that the biggest thing would actually be in the park, not the plaza. Uh, you okay. can set, again, looking down on, on mm. the parts of the uh, topographic sort of thing, you can see there's a big almost like scar through uh, various bits of trees that have been left there. Um, but you can't tell exactly what it is because you might have to go there and find out what it is. Um, but all of these areas are open for you to go. Shall and we push? Look. Should we push rapidly to the park then, or should we go to as far as the plaza, then about face and? I say we go to the plaza, stop over the park, and then head on out the other side. Yep, works for me as Seems well. Best to me. Okay, head on out to the other side. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, who is leading the way? What is the plan? Again, the, the the city itself is in ruins, but obviously you can't really go through building after building after building like Commodore has just done for this meatpacking factory because, you know, you'll make a lot of noise and stuff, so you might have to use... Some buildings might fall on their heads. Well, that too, as well. So what is, I guess, the uh, marching order or order of things? I'd say you'd get... You can't really go side by side at this one. You have to go in between until you get to the big open spaces. I'll go first because I'm... I was going to say, do you want me to scout speaking. ahead on the light, quicker one? I know it's a, it, it's a, not a real thing, but as a visual concept. Um, yeah. My, yeah. My, was, my comms range is farther, further than everyone else's, so I can actually talk to you from uh, further away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Blackjack... Uh, oh, sorry. I'll take the back. I've got a big gun. Yeah, and I can take a lot of hits. <laughs> yeah, having yeah. having you actually on the back in case we get ambushed on the back is actually a really good idea because it means it gives us the longest amount of time to deal with any problems yeah. before someone's at exactly. risk. I'm also and very I'm... good at far away. I, you know, mm -hmm. I shoot from yeah. far away. So, and yeah, I need protecting. Kind of, I've got a short range laser which doesn't use energy, but that's it. Yeah. So, all right. So, I believe the marching order is Blackjack, Socrates, uh, Flea, and then Commodore. Correct. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Also, Excellent. if anybody does attack us, I can just feign, feign death and go, no, 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 I'm already dead. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got X's on eyes. Like, no, no, no. Because no one in this world confirms kills. No. No, of course well, not. The, but the, but, but they might try a... and scavenge me, so uh, I need you to yeah. come up pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a death kill at some point. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need the, I'm going to need a double tap um, module. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right, so you're making your way to the plaza. Um, you know what? That is a very good point. Let's have a break uh, before they make it to the plaza and onto the park. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be back in five. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I need to do things for that, don't I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm the Thanks, tech man. hacker. Uh, but yes, we'll join us back in five wow. and we'll see what's in the plaza. See you soon. Will our mech pilots find their elusive salvage and get back to their union crawler all in one piece? Find out next time on What Am I Rolling? The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were David, Ben, Viv and Rob. This episode's RPG was Salvage Union, a post-apocalyptic mech tabletop role-playing game published by Leyline Press. You can find out more information about Salvage Union on the Leyline Press's website. That's leyline.press. The Kickstarter for Salvage Union is still open until early January 2022, so go and back it to get your own copy. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? 
email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at WAIR underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply. <laughs>